0: (laughs) this is shameful gone sexy with me dr jocelyn hart here i share my truth from personal and professional experience in how to change your life no fluff listen up because i'm saying fuck you to fear fuck you to judgment and fuck you to anything and everyone who has kept you exactly where you are I'm calling bullshit on behavioral mindset that's actually keeping you on that ruthless roller coaster. We are ditching the shackles of shame and instead lighting a fire up your asshole to get rid of the emotional constipation so you can be free to live as exactly who you are and love yourself for it. I'm gonna share some discoveries that are going to make sense like nothing has made sense before. From the real reasons we binge to how we find our purpose, it's all on the table. I'm not here to inspire. I'm here to empower you to do exactly what it is you already want to do. Just like me, you've been through the trenches. Now you're claiming the trauma and I'll show you how to transform it into a fulfilling happiness you didn't think was possible. Trust yourself to take the ride. it won't disappoint. You are worthy. You are enough, and you are sexy as hell.
1: Much love, and here we go.
2: I'm
3: like cheering up a little bit because it's crazy that there's so many people that have the same type of struggles that I have.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you. a little Terry, but um, yeah, it's like, every time somebody spoke, I could understand how you feel. And you know, like Elena said, it's just, I've never been around people who share, you know, those feelings. It's just a little overwhelming. I'm (laughs) sorry. We all kind of sound the same. You know, we have like little differences here and there, but
0: basically it's all the same. It's pretty much all the same yeah I feel the overwhelmedness I've been kind of like just tearing up since I heard the first person speak um sorry I'll know all your names eventually but I don't right now um it feels it's not sadness but I'm like holy shit there's other people that get it sorry there's other people that are walking the same path as me and that's like that's crazy um I've tried other things before as I know you know Jocelyn I'm not going to mention stuff but like this is real talk this is I'm not alone We can be like
1: you know world apart and wow there's other people that get it and uh I'm not alone I just feel that and and I'm super excited because if this is how I feel the first meeting I'm super excited to put in the work and see where we're all going to go and
0: um yeah so thanks
2: so similar to to everyone else and everyone had such great things to say and I feel like I could relate to everything and to hear it come from someone else. And it's just really overwhelming. Um, and I think something that Maddie has actually was about, you know, being in a room of people and, you know, not feeling alone. And I think that um, we all walk different paths, but really we're not so different. And um, I think sometimes the hardest part of feeling the, the way at least that I do is that it's hard, it's hard to, for, to find someone to relate, you know, and people can tell you things and they can oh yeah, you're fine or oh, I've been there, whatever, but they don't, they don't really get it, you know, um, mm-hmm. but to hear people who get it so clearly is, um, it's a blessing, you know, to be able to like, to relate to someone like that. So to, yeah. to all of you.
3: I was just thinking back to like the first time I went to summer camp and how you like stood up to camp and your cars just dropped off and you're like, why am I here? And then, like, you know, I was kind of like skeptical about all this, but now hearing everyone, is just like, I know I'm all here for you know, this reason. You know, we want to be a part of, you know, a group who can, you know, all relate and like clearly we can. So I, I just like feel like I'm in the right place. Um, you know, I'm still a little bit nervous, but again, I, just, I feel like I'm not alone. So. I don't want to speak for everybody,
2: but I want to say I'm probably not the only one that was nervous coming into this. So hearing everybody speak and like being able to relate to everybody and almost everything that somebody said would almost place me in a point of time in my life that so I could be like, oh, that's how I felt when this happened. And it's just like everybody said, it's comforting to know that you're all here and I'm excited to start.
3: Dear um... <laughs> that (laughs) oh my gosh it feels
1: like ages ago
3: (laughs) I know that was oh my gosh
1: about a year ago at this point so when you were saying connection with the women in the group I just had to show you
3: that yes thank you for showing that to me
1: yeah (laughs) I mean that would be a beautiful thing to talk about I mean because I know that you have um quite a bit of gifts in terms of things you can share about Foppins. Um, The last episode was about Foppens, So I'm wondering if we can kind of talk a little bit about for this episode, at least, you know we can definitely do another episode on Foppens for sure. Cause I know you have a lot that you get to share with that um, especially with your family and you know, with coworkers and the Bureau and all the things that you're involved in. Um, but I mean, I'd love to hear, I'd love to hear just like I mean, for, th- let me just ask you before Um, the program and before whatever there are a lot of women that don't have connection they do feel alone they do feel you know for whatever reason like there's there's a part of us that I felt this way too where I was just like you don't see it because people hide it obviously but most a lot of women in some way shape or form have a distorted relationship with food and have a distorted relationship with themselves, but like, it's not always so evident, right? And so it does feel like, holy shit, human faces are saying what I think. I mean, that's just something that like, typically on this podcast, I tend to be speaking to her, that woman, you know, as a human being, as opposed to like a whole audience, because ultimately- I'd love to hear what you want to say to her. Yeah. So just listening back to that video,
3: um, I just noticed the common trend of everyone kind of going in there feeling like overwhelmed and, you know, not having that connection, you know, to other women that had similar opinions and thoughts. And, and looking back then um, I, I can honestly say myself that I was like, I didn't connect with women. Well, like I found that, like, I kind of looked at like the other woman as like, you know, she has a negative intention somewhere. Like she wants something like the only reason why she's sticking around is because she, you know, has some sort of motive. Um, so being able to be a part of a group of women that, you know, had the same feelings as I did. And, and again, we we all started off overwhelmed and we left being able to be able to talk to each other about anything. And, you know, I have three women in my, you know, that I grew up with my mom and my sister and myself. And yeah, we talked about stuff, but I feel like, this group was just like a totally different group of women that we can really talk about stuff and like truly open up and be our true selves Um, and really figure out who we are. Cause I think we go through, you know, like being able to identify who we are. Like a lot of us also came in saying, like, I don't really know who I am. Like, I can't really lay my finger on it. And, you know, we all were able to leave saying like, I got to meet that little, you know, I got to meet the little Sarah or, you know, the little lane or little Taylor, and like identify why we have the feelings that we have. And, and like I said, I could call up any one of those women and know that they're going to have my back or they're going to, you know, just listen, listen to me or just like, ha- you know, breathe with me um, and know that there's no judgment and that, you know, they're a support group. And it's crazy because some of us have never met in person. And and that connection is just, it's more than some people that I have in my life now. And it, it's insane. <laughs> like And it, there's just so much love in the container all the time. And, and so going from that overwhelmed state to just, feeling loved every time we step into the container is is something that I never thought was going to be possible when I started because like I said I said I I felt like dropping off at camp like I was going to meet these girls for a couple weeks and then go about my way in my own life Um, but now these women are a part of my life and it's an amazing feeling
1: (laughs) I just got chills throughout all that whole thing and I recall too back then so much of the a, a huge theme was who Am I kind of thing? And I love that you reminded me of that too. Because that is that is such a huge theme, especially at the beginning of this journey. And like we get to figure that out for the next 80 years, you know, however long we live, and if <laughs> we live forever. But like for, for at least the next 50 so years, like continue to discover who we are. But like I remember very distinctly not really knowing. I really didn't know. I didn't really know what that meant, even like that question, like who. If someone were to ask me like who are you I was like oh fucking no <laughs> am I right or there was a version or versions of me at points in my life that like I felt maybe m- more like myself but I didn't know my identity you know it was like mm-hmm. just a bunch of stuff like almost hidden you know in a way by so many behaviors and stories and pattern trauma patterns and like whatever so I mean that's an interest such an interesting question is just like what was that like for you in like, you know, and, and knowing that we're still on the journey of like all of us figuring out who we are, but like, what has that been like for you over the past year even?
3: Yeah. So similar to what you said, we kind of wanted to like hide the person we were. And I think for me, you know, that that was expressing like my negative feelings and like not being able to like have like a constructive conversation with someone. And oftentimes like, like a lot of these feelings I I feeling like these negative feelings, it was because I was hiding who I really was. Like, I think I was striving to like reach for that person that I wasn't to like make someone else proud. And it's like, well, what's the goal here in life? Like, what do I want? Like, I want to be happy. I want to know who I am and I want to stick to that. And it's like, you know, I want these things for me. I don't want these for other people. And I think so often growing up, it's like, why do we do all the things that we did? It was to impress who like my parents, you know, and I'm realizing that it's not about my parents. Like it's about my life and it's about who I want to be. And like, I'm only going to get myself to where I want to be and, you know, be able to change things for myself if I do it for myself. And like, and, you know, if I keep going in those same steps of like the same patterns and the same negative behaviors, you know, or, or not rather not understanding why I'm behaving in a certain way, I wouldn't be able to succeed. And like I said, now I know, like Exactly who I am. And I know how that's going to, you know, I I use that to get myself in that next step forward to be in a place where, you know, I'm proud of myself for myself.
1: Mm -hmm. Oh, it's so good. You know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of, so, you know, the past like several weeks or so, I've been asking for feedback from you guys for the fun and play space. And one of the things that was mentioned, essentially, which is why I ended up changing the end of the calls to being like things about like yourself, was because. It, more or less, the feedback was kind of like, "I'm actually not even here, like for other people. Like I'm here for myself." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it was so wild. And guess who? Guess who were the ones that said that? It was the girls that were from the group, you know. <laughs> and it was hysterical because I thought to myself, "Holy shit! Like I'm so like what? You know? Because mo- most of the time, like people start off this journey of like more or less like doing it." to be nicer to their partner or to like, you know, it's affecting this, that relationship or whatever, whatever. And like, yes, definitely part of it's like you, so much of our energy is people pleasing in some way, shape or form. But it was like kind of a wake up call to me too, because here I was just like, Oh, let's celebrate each other, you know? But it was just like, (laughs) such such a beautiful, like embodiment of that. Like you're here for yourself. And like, and the, you know, when I reached out to people to kind of like clarify what they meant on that, it was kind of like, you know, I feel the energy of all the girls in that container when we're dancing and moving our bodies and like, whatever, like I feel that. And I feel connected in that, but like, I'm not really paying attention to other people as much as just like being in my body. And I was like, what, you know, <laughs> it's so cool though. And I so don't yeah. want to encourage that. You know what I mean? It's funny you say that.
3: Cause yeah, during the meetings, like depending on what device I'm using, like sometimes I can see other women and sometimes I don't. And sometimes I just see myself, but like, I, I can say that for, you know, and again, I wouldn't say this a year ago. Like I really enjoy watching myself. Like I fucking feel sexy and I'm like, yeah, way to go. Like, and, and and that's why we show, I think I show up every day is because I'm, or when I show up for the, you know fun and play space it's because I want to be there and like like I said I don't see the other women half the time but I can just feel their energy and I watch myself and I'm like I'm so like you're gorgeous like it really is a lot of self-love that like most of the day I spend like oh you know I put on an elephant I'm like like there's that self-hate but when I get into that space and you know I you know I just throw on a plain pair of leggings and a t-shirt like I fucking feel sexy and I did nothing I showed up and and that's like it's amazing to just watch myself and have so much fun. And just like, I've, I feel like a totally different person than I did in the morning. And I show up in that space and it's just, oh my gosh, it's so much fun. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's so amazing. Oh my gosh, oh. yay. <laughs> That's, <great. laughs> That's exactly what we're looking for. Okay, here's the other, such an interesting piece. When you were mentioning about the other girls and like how you can basically, you know, there's no judgment and the connections are honestly some of the most, you know, I don't remember what word you use, like some of the most powerful or strong connections you've had in a in a bit. I will say I resonate in that, like I've been in containers sim- similarly where it's like like kind of like deep development sort of containers. And I grew up with relationships that were, you know, seemingly typical relationships where like I had a, you know, best friend or best friends and, you know, some other friends and whatever. But like, I would not share some of the stuff that I share with the friends I have now. And I've let go of so many older relationships that I thought were meant to be for a long time. Right. But I've let go of so many because I've realized like, I could tell some of these people, I shot someone's, you know, kneecap, you know, and like, they wouldn't, judge me. You know, I mean, I'm sure there's like a tiny bit of be like, "Wow." <laughs> Woo! <laughs> but but it wouldn't, you know, but there wouldn't be like some like you're a terrible person type deal. Like it like I could literally say anything and we just move through it together. They'd listen to me, they'd be with me, they'd whatever. And it's just kind of an opportunity for like some level of growth and being seen and vulnerable. I mean, that's unbelievably priceless. I don't know. Yeah. So what does that feel like for you?
3: Yeah, it truly is priceless. And like, I guess yeah, it is one of the biggest support groups I have because I have strong women in my life. You know, like I said, my mom and my sister and you know, all the women I grew up with, like my aunts and cousins and stuff. Like, I wouldn't say that I felt judged like in, you know, my family at all until like now, like a little as a little bit older. But like I said, I go into this group and like, I know that what I'm going to say is like, I'm not going to be judged. And like, I can say something, you know, which like in a typical group, like, you know, if I was to go out with some coworkers, like I would say something and then second guess myself on saying it. However, like in this space, my feelings are heard and, you know, people are there to process me through this feeling and, and just, and again, it takes me back to my little self. Like, why am I feeling this way? And it's just so many times, you know, certain people you interact with, like, you can just feel that bit of, you know, you're uncomfortable with certain people. And like I said, every time I, I step into this group, whether to dance or to talk, like I'm, I don't feel judged and I feel like I can just open up and open my wings and just like not be afraid that someone's gonna, you know, rip my feathers out. And like they want me to succeed. And, and that's different than a lot of the groups that I've, you know, had. And again, growing up, like I was a part of a track team and like I always felt like they were supported, you know, they supported me and stuff, like similarly to the, like this group. And I just haven't found a support group like that throughout my adulthood life until now. So like it's just someone always cheering you on. And wanting you to be stronger and faster and and fly as high as you can go and so it's just it's so special and like it's priceless
1: <laughs> yeah yeah so for the girl that's just like damn I really wish I had someone like that like first of all you know you don't have to have a container like the one that I have necessarily just to find people like that but i will say one of the steps even though it is like I'm definitely like you can definitely join if you'd like to but one of the biggest steps to that number one is letting go of old relationships that are holding you back. You know, it's not just about finding the women that you can connect with. It's also letting go of mm-hmm. some relationships that are simply not serving you anymore and or are sucking the life energy out of you. Did you experience
3: that at all? So I guess I can say I like, physically let anyone go. Like I haven't, you know, let anyone physically go like throughout this process. However, I've been able to speak up To those people in my life that I feel like have been dragging me down because some of these people, you know, that I have had to let go in a different way. And again, not like in a physical way because they're part of my family. And this is where I think, you know, this is where I've been challenged. Like, is that these people that, you know, aren't the most positive people for me are in my own family. And so I'm not, you know, going to kick them out of my family. Um, however, it's just the way I'm able to address them now has made like a difference in itself. Like I'm able to say how I feel and if they don't accept it, you know, I can take that time for myself and um, be like, you know, just realize for myself, like, no matter what I say, like, you know, I'm, I'm standing here, like putting my vulnerable self out there, stating how I'm feeling. And this person's still not accepting that. And it's like, you know, and, you know, that just, it, that helps me to remove myself from that situation and to remove myself from that relationship in a different way. Um, you know, in the mental space and capacity, because I know that like, you know, I'm going to say how I feel, but they're not going to accept that. And that's okay. Um, Cause you know, they're dealing with their own stuff but I'm able to move on with my life and not be consumed by that relationship. And and again, worry about what this person thinks, because it has nothing to do with them. I mean, it's disappointing that they're not able to accept like what I'm telling to them, but it it makes me feel a little bit stronger because I'm able to like hear that negative feedback and be like, okay, well, that's you. That's not me. Mm -hmm. So in that
1: sense, I've been able to let go of people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think, yeah. One of the things that Sarah said that I want to highlight is, Oh, that constant theme of like, that I I feel like we have heard in the container, you know, last year that you were in, like there's just so many times where there was a realization of like, it's actually not not me, (laughs) like it's not me, it's their shit, it's not mine, you know? And that's just like such a wild realization because like, it seems so clear afterwards that that's the case, but like during it and in the mud of it, like it it really feels like, especially for the people pleasers out there, that like, it is like our fault in some way, shape or form and or like, you know, the reason for any kind of conflict or, you know, icky stuff going on is like our fault. But like, it's not, it's really not. And like, I love what Sarah said too, is just highlighting the boundaries piece of it too, is that like, you don't necessarily have to let people go unless they are, straight up disrespecting the boundaries you've set. And um, if you have not already listened to the podcast that I have out about boundaries, um, feel free to do that. I think one of them is literally called boundaries. (laughs) And then there's another one as well. But, you know, so you can go through that and learn that process. But essentially, like if you're stating how you're feeling, what you're noticing about a situation that seems, you know, that seems like it might be recurring or, you know, letting someone know about your perspective of what's going on, telling them what you're needing out of the relationship or out of the situation and telling them the solution that you're posing. And you've told them all aspects of that as a constructive conversation. It really is only like a statement. It's not even, you know, multiple sentences. It's one statement. And like, you, that's very clear cut information. And if you've said it a few times and it's still disrespected, That is means for you to renegotiate whether this is a relationship you want to have in your life. And so Sarah is reminding us right now, like you don't have to let go of relationships necessarily. If you, you do get to give them a chance. If you feel that's appropriate, you do get to absolutely give them a chance and tell them your, those things, because a lot of times. Because of the people pleaser in us, you know, I used to have a very big people pleaser. Like I would not say my, first of all, vulnerable alarm when you say your feelings, right? Like it's, it's scary to actually state your feelings as opposed to like, you made me feel so angry, like about blah, blah, blah. It's just like, no, like I'm feeling really frustrated. I'm feeling angry um, when I noticed that you weren't looking at me when I was talking. And from my perspective, you weren't listening to me. I need to feel that I'm seen and heard. And do you think it's reasonable for you to look at me when I'm talking next time? Like that's so, I mean, really concise. And if, again, if you say that a few times at different scenarios, because sometimes people do need a repetition, but that's a very simple request. And it's just like, you know, you get to give that person the chance if you feel it's appropriate. If they're hurting you, for those of you out there that have people that may be actually like, hurting you, like, don't, you don't have to give them that chance if you don't want to, if that doesn't feel right for you. But like, for most people, like you get to give them a chance when you are very clear cut, but it doesn't have to be so hard after some practice to be able to do those conversations. I don't know if you have thoughts upon that, Sarah, and what you've experienced.
3: Yeah. So again, just thinking about like the woman in my life that, you know, I've been working on this with every conversation that I'm able to have now and the special someone in my life, just because it gives, like, a better idea of the story, is my mom. Um, and, you know, she's been there to support me and, and throughout my whole life. However, there's been that headbutting, butting and, and being able to, like, have conversations with her now, like, and I, I told you this, like, a couple weeks ago. Like, I mean, every conversation just seems to get easier and easier. And, and, again, I think there's still, like, a long way to go in terms of my feelings really being heard um, in the way that, like, I want them to be heard. However, I think that the more that I have these conversations, like... You know, my mom is going to be there for me. And I know she was going to be there for me. And she is like, she's learning like what upsets me. And like, I think, you know, our conversations are getting better is because she's listening to me. Like, you know, I know she wants to listen before I think it was hard because it was a new way, you know, that I was presenting my feelings to her. And, And that was one of our challenges growing up. Like we had a hard time as a family, like expressing our feelings in a positive way. And so now that the more I'm able to have these conversations and express my feelings, like she's listening to me and and she's realizing that certain things, you know, are like, are not going to be taken well. Or like, if I'm opening up my heart, like it's, it's time to listen and like separate yourself from that. So like, it's, it's a long road ahead in terms of, you know, having those after conversation conversations, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but it all starts with the way, you know, that I have that first conversation and it's just, it's getting easier with every conversation. So. It'll just, I, I, you know, I can only see our relationship improving from there. And also like, you know, just being patient. That's one thing I've learned a lot too, that this whole process is that, you know, people are dealing with other stuff. And, and sometimes I think certain fights and arguments were, you know, they happened because I wasn't, you know, being aware of how this other person felt. So it's just something I'm working on. And I know that like, it just will take time still.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so interesting. Like when you have somebody who is willing to listen without judgment. Right. And especially like Sarah said, like the more that you do these conversations, like with, you know, expressing vulnerably, like, honestly, like it, which does take practice because at some level, at some point in the past, expressing your feelings, it wasn't safe. Right. We often are brought up in society where like, you know, crying, like, Oh, don't cry. Or like, you know, control yourself or whatever right which is so hysterical right because that's just like makes everything so much worse (laughs) but ultimately at the end of the day right but the more we do that like the more that the other person too gets to again like Sarah was saying it's almost like a recalibration of how to communicate because it is a little weird at first you know when someone hears you saying your feelings it's like what you know like it's so fucking foreign to people (laughs) like to do that expressing your feelings and like knowing your needs also what you know like most people have no <laughs> idea like if I were to ask you guys in the audience like if I asked myself in the past like what you're needing out of a certain relationship like what do you need what do you need people are like I don't even know what <laughs> I, need. I don't know I don't know but that's such a beautiful aspect of like a healthy relationship is is being able to like have someone hear you and listen to you and ultimately like When you break down the behaviors, where a lot of times people will either avoid a conversation, whether it's the person that wants to say something or the person who's going to receive it, there's a lot of avoidance. So they might leave or they might not say the thing or they might, you know, whatever. There might be the people pleaser that might twist what they wanted to say into something that doesn't feel so blunt or so clear, right? And they'll say words like maybe and just and kind of and whatever, but it's not kind of, you are angry, (laughs) you know, like you're angry and you don't have to apologize for that. And when people break down that level of like, you know, sometimes people have defensiveness, right? Because again, like in the past that has kept them safe in some way, it's kept them safe in some way. uh, So they didn't have to feel vulnerable. They didn't have to feel, you know, attacked or whatever. And so they would have that defensiveness, which Again, when we're basically training our relationships to be able to speak this way to each other with feelings and needs and all of those types of things, like people feel more safe because you're opening up. And so they feel more safe to to be in that space too. Because if you're ultimately being kind of the mm, adult slash parental sort of figure in a way at times, because you are, you're modeling a new template of how to be. So people don't feel like they have to be as defensive sometimes, you know, after you've done this several times over, you know, and so judgment doesn't have to be there so much over time. And that, that's pretty beautiful. I know that my relationship with my family, my parents specifically, especially my father, like, whoa, yeah, things have changed quite a bit, you know, because there were so many behaviors on either side, not very healthy at all. And having done this for a while now, like it's, we have a very different relationship than we used to have. I know a lot of folks out there like have uh, not stellar relationships with (laughs) their parents in some way, shape or form, but just know that it doesn't have to be like that forever. It really doesn't, especially the people that are seemingly closest to us, right? Like we tend to have like the most harsh patterning around because we were with them for a long time. i didn't love myself i judged myself every time i looked in the mirror and i was obsessed with food i struggled with a lot of inner chaos i didn't know how to have compassion for myself if you need somebody who understands that feeling so that you can move through that to ditch food obsession and embrace self-love hit me up on ig at
0: d-r-j-o-c-e-l-y-n-h-a-r-t-e at dr Dawson hart on
1: ig so we can chat what's it like to have friends like that, like from, from the group last year, like, you know, who listen to you without judgment, like how that have your back, you can tell each other anything. Like how, how did that become a thing? Like, was it like that right off the bat? How come like that seemed to be a thing? Like, was there some kind of mechanism behind that?
3: Yeah. I mean, I think the first step in the, that those friendships that we had was that we all could relate you know, and we all had things that we wanted to understand about ourselves. And again, like, I guess we just didn't realize like, and that's what it was like, that it was overwhelming for some people that there were like just so many people that could relate. And, you know, at first it was like, oh my goodness, but it came so fluidly. Like it just, I think it was after my first feeler, um, with one of the other girls and like, just being able to converse with them and put myself in a place where, you know, I wasn't comfortable um, which was just sitting there in silence and breathing and identifying like what my body was actually feeling physically. You know, like if my head hurt or like I had a headache and my throat was dry, like identifying like actually how your body felt just led to like being able to express how you felt in other ways and identify like how that physical feeling connected to like your mental feeling. And like the friendships, it, like it did seem easier than other relationships. And I think it's maybe because we were so honest straight up front. But at the same time, it's just, I don't know, the compatibility, like, I still don't know how that happened. Like we were just, it's all super, we were all super compatible. And, and yeah, I don't know how that happened. I think (laughs) by true fate and (laughs) putting ourselves in that position and and wanting something, you know, so
1: badly. And, and
3: yeah,
1: Mm. there's not many times in life where you'll have like a group of 10 women that are all willing to be vulnerable so yeah i think you're totally right like you can be i think one of the reasons why i set it up the way i did with the feelers uh for so those for those of you that were just wondering what sarah was talking about about speaking about your feelings with people one of the first activities that we do with pair up partners is is learning how to connect to your body and feel the sensations that are in your body without explaining why that's not relevant <laughs> You know, and so you might feel like a fur overturning your brows, you might feel tension in your shoulders, you might feel buzzing in your hand, you might feel, you know, whatever. It could be literally any any sensations and, and emotions are also sensations too. They are all sensations. Emotions typically are just kind of like Merriam-Webster definitions of certain sensations. <laughs> so, you know, being able to connect to yourself and have that vulnerable connection and sharing that with somebody trains your system. To know that it's okay to be seen and heard in that space and that partner that's listening to all the things that she's saying like all the feelings her only role is to be there and hear her and acknowledge her to say just acknowledging with mm-hmm and yeah and like not saying anything else and that's something that like is so deliciously simple that you get to kind of be with yourself while being witnessed. That's kind of a really powerful key in the keyhole <laughs> where it's just like, <laughs> you know, you don't have to explain yourself. You don't have to, you know, commiserate. You don't have to like express all the terrible things that have happened during the day that make you feel that way. It's just being with it and knowing it's safe to, to, to express that in a space that's yours. It's just so, so different. And I think the compatibility, what you were mentioning, like, I don't know, what you were saying, like, I'm not sure why we're so compatible. I think part of it is because like, there's a human connection as opposed to like persons, you know, like persons, <laughs> life commiserating. Like, it's just like, you can't necessarily do that with a, a coworker or, you know, just anybody to, to be so deep and be so vulnerable and be so connected. But that's what I would say, honestly, yeah. souls connecting as opposed to people, if that makes sense. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's what I would say. Yeah. Oh, so I think the last thing I'm, I'd like to just say is like, what you were mentioning was, you know, kind of starting in the containers, like the sense of overwhelm and kind of being scared a little bit and like, not really sure what's going to happen, getting into that new container with the new, new people and whatever. But, you know, you were mentioning like, you felt like love all the time in the space. Like, what well, what is that like? How, what on earth? 'Cause I can imagine a lot of the audience members being like, like, what even <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yeah. Well, the love that was expressed pretty right off the bat, and again going back to say compatibility and uh, compatibility and everything is that you were able to truly feel. It was a relief. Like it was almost like this love. Like you didn't realize that love could feel all these different things. Like you didn't realize it could feel like, you know, this relief, this weight off your shoulder, like someone listening to you, like someone processing through your feelings with you, like that being heard and just having your needs met. That is love. Like all of that, like, you know, going into the space, not feeling judged, like having someone to always talk to, being able to cry and, and just scream and, and all the feelings. And again, like being accepted and all like we want, you know, and that was one thing that was also the same. We all wanted to be loved and um, we all wanted to be heard. And, um, we all wanted to figure out why, you know, we were doing what we were doing with our bodies and eating, you know, eating a lot of food and, and hiding and, and not wanting to be social. And, and this was a space that, you know, that love just continued to grow because yeah, we started off in this place of like being open and honest and being heard. And, And that's how you keep like love going. And that's how you love yourself. It's that you listen to yourself. And, and that's what that group, you know, that's what every single woman in that group wanted was to be heard and listened to. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. Oh, so anything else you want to tell the woman out there that is hungry for connection, hungry for, you know, just like real relationships, you know what I mean? Anything Mm -hmm. else you want to share with them about what's possible?
3: Yeah so the first step is just like knowing that you want more, you know, from yourself. And I feel like relationships will fall into place, you know, if you love yourself first. Like we're going to have ourselves and our body forever and people will come and go and the weather will change and we'll move and and we'll have a different car, you know, like things will always change around us, but um like the only way that we can like truly continue loving ourselves is, you know, when we work on ourselves and really take that first step to you know, do something that you wouldn't normally do and like like this, this group is not something that, you know, I would normally have stepped into. And I'm just so glad that I took that chance, you know, and just did it. And looking back like a year ago, like, and, and reviewing my testimonial over and over, like the one thing I wanted most was to be happy. And I struggled with that, you know, before this group. And, and again, like, I just learned who I was and, you know, I learned what it means to be truly loved and, and just how to love myself. And, and that's where it all starts is like all relationships will fall into place after that but it's just it's really realizing like why we need to be loved and why we love ourselves and and again like we just it's it's just crazy how much you can really love yourself um when you know all the reasons why you tick so mm.
1: yeah mm, thank you for that so guys this is sarah griswold she is such a gift to this podcast being here today thank you so much sarah again she was part of the cohort from last year and she just blessed us with her time to express what connections get to look like in your life healthy beautiful connections and how she has been able to move through and find her happy non non non-judged expressive sort of connections and thank you so much for sharing that with the audience today sarah
3: thank you so much
1: all right amazing Okay, <laughs> so that's what it's like being on my podcast, <laughs> yeah, that's awesome, yeah, cool, yeah, so I will see you in about an hour, I think are you you're gonna be there, yeah? Yes, I
3: will be there, right. I'm looking forward to it. Thank you so much.
1: <laughs> All right, I'll see you soon, Sarah. Thank you. See you soon, bye. Guys, thanks for listening. For more info on food freedom formula, hit up my website, drjocelynhart.com to snag the deets
0: to help you stop emotional eating and feel confident in the mirror again. I also update additional resources on my website all the time to help you succeed. Lastly, for more content like this, follow me on Instagram at drjocelynhart.